Off the ball. Feels like we're in the running already. There's still half a season to go. I'm not sure how long you can maintain that sort of nervous energy, that emotional intensity. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Well, Paul Kerrigan, um, it was a big win for me coming away from home in their first match to Cork where you expect a really tough battle, which they got, and especially in that first half. Um, but ultimately, Cork losing out in their first game at home in this Allianz League champ- uh, campaign. Do you think maybe it's the fact that Cork didn't score enough in that first half kind of damaged them just a two-point lead for all their hard work, maybe giving me a bit of confidence going into that second half? Yeah, definitely. I think Cork should definitely probably have been more than the two points up at half-time. They owned the ball for the first 10 minutes and Mead got a goal against the run of play um, through Shane Walsh, a great finish. And Cork responded well and then towards the end of the half Mead came back into it and kicked a couple more. Great point from Killian O'Sullivan on the run uh, off the left. And Cork were only two points up, probably owning the ball, you know, and created a couple of good scores um, through loop, a loop from Stephen Sherlock and uh, Chris Oak Jones got a great hand pass over the bar in the first half. But uh, definitely I'd say they probably felt turning around the second half um, they should have been more ahead especially with the wins that they're back in the second half and might have been um, giving me a little bit more confidence uh, coming out for the second half What do you think went so wrong for Cork in that second half? We saw Mead perhaps couldn't through them quite easily for those two goals but generally what was your sense of Cork and what went wrong in that second half? Yeah I thought they kind of lack cohesion kind of in attack and defence really as you said Mead cut through them um, Mead's kick passing game was exceptional in the second half and Cork had no answer it um, in the 10 minute spell between the 15 and 16 minute Mead scored 2-4 and Cork scored 3 points and that was the winning of the game um, and it all came from their kick passing they tried it in the first half and a few went away they got turned over they, they stuck at it the second half and they cut uh, Cork open from midfield up with that with that kick passing and they just kept at it right to the end and they could have won by more than 4 they were playing keep ball at the end at the other end Cork didn't threaten the goal at all um, very much reliant on Stephen Sherlock for freeze to keep him in it um, and none of the subs really had any, any impacts. Sean Powder at 11 and Brian Hurley at 14. Key players were both taken off, kind of says it all. Uh, Meet up the aggression as well in their defence. Um, they turned Cork over kind of numerous times with 50-50 balls coming in, put pressure on, on the kick coming in and put pressure on the receiver and they came out with the ball and I think every battle that was there to be won, the, the Mead men won it, um, unfortunately, from a Cork point of view in the second half. Yeah, and you could see from the second half that Cork were they were still pressing high in numbers but they just couldn't stop that Mead play out from the back no um, they tried it um, and Mead they just upped the ante in the second half you know uh, the keeper Harry Hogan was out looking for short kickouts quickly um, Mead just they weren't laborious at all um, if the kick pass was on from a full back line out to the half back line in midfield they would do it and they were just skipping skipping lines skipping car kicking it over Cork men and then they, they were playing from midfield in and um, they just upped the intensity and Cork couldn't live with it um, kind of prime example was Killian O'Sullivan's uh, goal off the shoulder. Uh, he just ran right through the court fence, side through him, and slid a pass to me all Martin. Um, and it was just just that level of, I suppose they upped it, they upped their game, and Cork just just couldn't live with it. There seemed to be some optimism for Cork after the McGrath Cup, and as well a lot of talk of players who were injured last year coming back. And that you would think would give Cork a bit of a boost coming into this league campaign. Look, we're only one game yeah. in, so you can't write a team yeah. off yet. But I'm kind of looking at the Sigerson Cup as well. Perhaps that's maybe damaging Cork more than maybe some other counties around the country. Yeah, um, I think on the Sigerson Cup, kind of talking to the lads, I think Cork had only half a panel training during the week. They had so many guys involved with MTU, um, involved with uh, UCC, Conor Corbett's up in, in Dublin with DCU. 
So they have a lot of guys tied up there. Um, I, like I know Ian McGuire missed the McGrath Cup final and Kevin O'Donovan uh, was injured for the last two weeks. So that was two guys coming back, you know, maybe not up to the full fitness. But um, I think for the most part, though, Cork people would have been very positive about the way the team was kind of set up throughout the McGrath Cup and going into this game. I think their first three league games, Mead at home, Kildare away and Dublin at home, you've probably been looking at Mead at home as the, the, the kind of most attainable two points and look, um, it's a huge result for Mead and obviously ma- massively disappointing for Cork but look, they probably, the next two games are going to be really important and see, especially from an attitude point of view and intensity point of view, can they get up to that level and um, we'll see where they are because the Division 2 is um, kind of the most uh, Kind of the division with most at stake this year, so they're going to have to they're going to have to lift it and and not hope like and maybe beating the likes of Loud and Limerick and Clare at the end of the division. They're going to have to up it against the likes of Dublin and Kildare. I'm sure Cork supporters really would feel that it wouldn't do to have Cork in the in the Talton Cup with all due respect, respect to the tournament. Um, but do you think maybe it's important for John Cleary now not to allow that kind of pressure into the panel, so the players aren't feeling that kind of pressure? Yeah, I think I think that pressure is going to come in anyway. Um, I think they all know what's at stake. They all, from my time playing with a, a good lot of them, they want to be playing the likes of Dublin regularly, the likes of Mayo, uh, the likes of Tyrone, Kerry regularly, um, and that's the only way you're going to get better. I think, like I'm not saying Cork are too good for the Talton Cup, but I think they they want to be in the Sam Maguire Sam Maguire Cup. And look, that pressure is going to be there. But if you're playing senior into county football at the Sam Maguire level, the pressure is going to be there all the time. And I think they're just going to have to suck it up and, and, and John Cleary will, will, might try shelter him or might try push him on to try and, and, and get over it and get the result. But um, I think they want to be playing at that level and, and look, the pressure's going to be there at that level regardless. Just interested to get your t- thoughts on Mead as well. Obviously a big year for them with Colm O'Rourke taking over. Um, he spoke about that second half and telling the players not too much tactically, but he said he saw those nerves and just said to them, go out there and play, just go out there and enjoy your football. Yeah, they looked like a nervous team, especially in the first in the first uh, first half, especially in the first ten minutes. It was Shane Walsh up front kept a minute, um, and in the second half they were like a team transformed. It was like they just threw the shackles off and just, as I said, their defenders were really tigerish and tight. And then from midfield up, they were really, they were really crisp, and and their interplay was excellent. I think their leaders like Donald Keoghan, Killian O'Sullivan, and um, uh, especially like. I think they've bought into his mantra and, and they led the way and I think the younger fellas saw that and followed it like so Jack O'Connor came on off the bench got two points Cahill Hickey drove up and corner back and kicked a point in the second half so they really threw the shackles off in the second half and um, she's, I'd say they'll take Fair's heart from that result and especially the way they played like um, I don't think Cork had, had an answer from I think maybe with five ten minutes to go the game was over you know what I mean and um, they'll take great confidence from that and I'm sure Colm O'Rourke like they all look up to him a legend you know, throughout the country and I suppose they'll be hanging off his every word now going into the game next week There is pressure on him though as well isn't there because he's been in the Sunday game studio for so long now he's uh, I suppose part of the GA furniture yeah. really um, but there is pressure on him to perform and perhaps get something out of this meeting because he's been analysing teams for so long now I'm sure there'll be a lot of former managers probably looking yeah. at Colin O'Rourke and his mid team's performances Yeah I suppose he's been in the studio and I think he's, this is his third time. I think he went for the job twice before and didn't get it. He might have thought it was past the age-wise, but um, look, I'm sure he'll, he'll have a go. He, he retired from work just to focus on it, do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, there'll be plenty of people looking at him, but the likes of him in the Championship and John Cleary in the Championship, you want characters like that and guys who've been there and done it. And I think everyone will be looking on, especially Leinster, to see how Mead get on. Look, I think outside the dubs, the likes of Mead, Westmead and Kildare, 
will fancy their chances to get to beat each other and get to the final. Um, and I think, uh, look, Division Two was a big part of Mead's development. Look, there was a big crowd came down from today. There was plenty of people around before the game, and uh, they're going home happy today. You know what I mean? And I think um, he's got the perfect start. I thought, looking at their O'Burn Cup uh, results, I think he kind of ruled that they were fairly wasteful and and didn't kick on. And that was polar opposite of what they did today. They they kept going till the very end, and you know I think um, kicked was a three thirteen, you know, and were playing keep ball towards the end. So um, he'll feel there's probably more in them, you know what I mean? He probably feel they just played for the second half today, and uh, that they can improve even more.